We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And today we're speaking to the fantastic Marg and Lee from Duncan Legal. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. Hello. (laughs) We're on Zoom, so it's all a bit, um, you know, confusing. Yeah. We're used to it now. Yeah, we We, really are. We really, really are, and it makes it uh, less likely that we spread any diseases. That's right. (laughs) Hooray for that. Colds and flu are rampaging through Melbourne. Yes, they are. I don't know about the rest of Australia, but yeah, we're going to have a fun It's pretty cold here this morning, but it's still mild-ish. This morning was like double Yesterday's temperature. Yeah, yesterday it was, was icy cold. So my cold. goodness, I had my Melbourne. puffer jacket on at the yeah. bus stop. Just yeah. wore my UGG boots, don't care. Anyway, today we have two great guests mm, and I mm. think it's going to be super helpful for yeah. the P-Tribe. So and interesting, really interesting. Yeah, so would you like to say hello, each of you, and introduce yourselves? Well, hi there. I'm Mark Duncan. So I'm the principal lawyer at Duncan Legal, which is a firm I established yeah. um, probably about eight years ago. Um, we're a very small boutique practice based in Baldwin um, in Victoria. And um, I am accompanied by my practice manager, Lee Smart, who um, joined me about a year after I set up. And um, we are both parents of um, pea shoots. Yes. So we met as parents at the same special school yeah. and both of our sons have um, autism and an intellectual disability. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Lee was brave enough. She just wanted some part-time work. She was brave enough to start with me. I started up from absolute nothing right. after 14 years being home caring for the family. Yeah. Um, I had no clients, no direction, nothing. Huge. So Lee was brave enough to come on board with me and evolve with me. Yeah. And it's been an amazing partnership. Probably um, we've got lots of things in common because you guys obviously have an amazing partnership yeah. too. Um <laughs> But uh, th- this is this is how our partnership has evolved. And so um, one of the things that we really uh, love about what we do and about 65% of our practice is um, families with disability mm. is um, bringing our own experience and um, wisdom to the table and sharing it, giving it back. Um, I never thought when I had a, a child with a disability that I would have any kind of opportunity to do this it was the yes. biggest disaster under the sun when we had the diagnosis yes. um but here we are and um for me it's a great privilege to be able to um i guess uh, bring peace of mind to people yeah. and help them with their estate planning arrangements because yes. you do lie in bed at night worrying what's going to happen to my kids yeah. when they're adults yeah. well. and, they're, and they're you know there are adult expectations mm. um and they have adult rights um, and also what's going to happen when I'm gone? Yeah. yeah. It's going to look the after number them. number one mm. question, I think. And, Lee, yeah. were you, are you now working full-time or did you, did you stay with a very small-time job, part-time job? I started off with just two days a week, yeah. um, but I'm up to four and <laughs> the possibility is uh, soon well, I'll need to go to five. Yes, Yeah, because right. I just sort of can't go missing for a day a week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What a people shame. Ex- yeah. <laughs> people expecting me to be there to respond to emails, which I often do at yeah. night at home. Yeah. Lee's still got one doing final year at school. Oh, so. right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about we ask our P yes, questions yes. and then we, we've got so much to talk to you about. I can't mm. wait. So how about we start with Marg? Um, what's our first question? Oh, music. <laughs> what's your oh, favourite song <laughs> that you that you like to listen to in the good times or the tricky times? Yep. Look, I go through phases. I go through different songs, but the one that I guess stands out the most 
um, and helped me on my journey was um, Rock What You Got by Super Chick. Ah, I <laughs> 2008. Know if you really listen to the words, it, it's all about people who um, don't fit in yeah. and standing out and just rocking what they got. Ah, um, great. So f- f- for me, you know, um, I never thought I was um, a mainstream lawyer. In fact, there was a time in my life where I was never going to go back to it again. Mm. And then I had this epiphany after my marriage ended and I had to recreate myself. It's mm. like, well, why are, you, why are you trying to fit into some kind of stereotyped image? Why don't you just, um, you know, uh, do it your way? Yeah. Do it your way. Why st- why uh, fit in when you can stand out? Yes. And that was a real turning point for me. It's like, right, oh, I'm just going to do it my way. Yes. <laughs> yes. With a lot of heart. So yeah. powerful. <gasps> and what about you, Lee? This is really daggy, no. but um, yeah, no music, no daggy. Um, and it's not the song itself; it's what it creates. And I love doing the nut bush. Oh, oh yes, um, <laughs> we I love the nut bush. The bush city limit, yeah. I love it um, because it gets everybody up on the dance floor. And need that for your fiftieth. Um, I do, yeah. Yeah, I, I played it three times at mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Whether you liked it or not. Um, but one of my greatest joys is um, I've been to a few of the birthday parties of my sons who yes. have ID yeah. and the Special Olympics Christmas oh party. Oh, my gosh, that was amazing. And, and uh, you get they, they get up and I'm quite happy to stand out the front and do the actions mm. and yell out the instructions and teach new people and they get up and they just have a a ball and yep. the joy that it brings me yep. to see them participating his arms and legs going everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> and I get muddled as well halfway through yeah, and I yeah. have to catch back up yeah. but that's the joy that oh, that song brings me song. Oh. and for those of you who live overseas I didn't realize this was an Australian thing what the nut bush yeah no mm. the dance the oh. dance the song isn't obviously oh. Oh. because it's no. Tina and Ike but um, I've seen all these TikToks recently of Americans losing their mind when they come to an Australian party and everyone gets up and they're like, I saw this guy like, do they teach you in middle school? Like, oh, how do you all yes. know? <laughs> definitely learn in primary school. So wow. if you haven't seen it, you have to Google Australians at a party with the nut bush and you will see it. It's all over TikTok at the moment because nobody else oh, can wow. yeah, I saw this great TikTok of all these American like factory workers just watching someone's phone <laughs> losing their mind. <laughs> So I'm going to look that up. I have That's to awesome, say, Lee. Thank you. I did the nut bush at the Bulleen Special School um, Deb Ball. Yes. Uh, one of the greatest dancing yeah. nights of my life. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you are so right. Yeah, you get a train it, happening. It really deserves I mean, on the playlist. really, yep, yep. <laughs> Joy, yeah. Yeah. Joy. I remember my daughter didn't want to get up, but one mm. of her friends came and said, do you want to dance with me? And she looked at me and then she said, okay. And I was like, <laughs> off you go. Yeah, oh, so good. So good. Okay, keep going. All Next right. Question. And so our <laughs> favourite question almost, uh, Marg, did you win any awards at school? Oh, Lee said I have to answer. <laughs> yeah, lawyers. Yeah, I like that people are ashamed of awards. Because I never won a trophy at anything. Oh. I'm really crap at sport. But I did win third prize in the cake competition Ooh. in grade six Excellent. Um, for a packet mixed cake ah. <laughs> which was thrown together at the last minute and you know as a kid you want you know sugary things on top so like you want hundreds and thousands and groovy icing yep. we didn't have any in the cupboard so I had to decorate it with dried fruit which I thought oh. was pretty ordinary <laughs> And then I won bloody third prize. Oh, <laughs> I liked a bit of sultanas. The teachers are like, like, look at this healthy. Fruit, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a change from hundreds and thousands. <laughs> Smarties. Look, some people be up for that. Yeah. Oh, thank third you. What about you, Lee? Competition. No school awards, no. I had to wait till I was 38 oh. before I won an individual award in netball, the most valuable player in netball. That's the only award I've ever won in my life. Yeah, congratulations. And yeah. I still have the cloth patch, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For your netball skirt. Yes. I still have that pin to my notice board in the kitchen oh. to this day. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment getting those little patches. I remember. I oh. never had many. Oh, it's interesting that you asked that question. Can I ask, why do you ask that question? Ah. Uh, because we, we had an episode early on where we talked about awards and how we find them sometimes challenging um, for them to be meaningful for our children. And all yeah. children, actually. And all children. We've written a whole chapter on the book, in the book, about yeah. awards. And I think sometimes, you know, because 
I have a child who just sailed through school. Like, I mean, yes, she worked hard, but she understands concepts the minute they're presented yeah, to her. Yeah. Um, and she won so many awards and her blazer was covered in all little, you yeah. know, different braids and all this stuff. And yet my twins 100% have tried so much harder yeah. and have never won anything academic and they never will. Mm. Uh, and so I just thought this is all bullshit. This is mm. absolute rubbish. And if you're going to get a 99 ATAR, that's the that's the ultimate award, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter what led up to that. But mm. if you've tried really, really, really hard in school and failed most of the spelling tests, um, who deserves the award? The person who's trying harder. And so, also yeah. some of our kids have had trite awards oh. in mainstream schools and, yep. you know, we yep. just wanted to talk about that. Yep. So. so we've got a real, yeah. it's a bee yeah. in our bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an interesting discussion. And, yeah. And then, so, yeah, now we make everyone answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's not exactly strictly on point, but I had the experience because my kids were crap at sport as well. Mm. So I had the privilege one year of watching both of my kids run last in yes. the cross country. Yes. Mm. Um, one of them, the 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 one with um, ASD, just didn't get the, the concept of race and kind of flippity-jibbity. Yeah, better. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, didn't really understand the point. And the other one, um, my daughter had... Um, other issues in terms of you know fitness and muscle mm. tone and so forth um and because that's just devastating because she's still got to be bright yeah. and you know encouraging and all the rest of the yeah. <laughs> oh my god both of them yeah um, my son ran second and this this is one of the most beautiful and pivotal experiences in the, uh, my whole journey with him is that he, he came, we were all waiting for him to come out from the bushes you know they'd done this big circuit yeah. and then come back come into the oval and he was in year six. And um, when he appeared, some of the other kids in his class, some of the other boys ran around and ran him home, mm. cheered him, brought him right back to the Beautiful. finish line. Come on, no, come on, Lockie, yes. you can do it. Yeah. Brought a tear, yes. absolute tear to my eye. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yes. And um, I thought, well, that's why I sent him to this yes, school. Yes, that's right. At that moment. That's right. And then I told his teacher, who for some reason must have been preoccupied, you know, managing something else at the sports meeting. She yep. said, oh, I wish I'd seen it. She said, that kid, the kid that led led the others out there, he's such a shit of a kid. <laughs> but, but he had this beautiful quality in that he responded to something, yes. some kind of need in Lockie mm, to yeah. and rose to the occasion. Beautiful, so, beautiful. So, you know, even though you do run last in those sorts of things, yep. um, there can be other amazing yeah. dimensions to that. I know. Someone yeah. has to come first and yep. someone has to come last. That's right. I am but happy when it's to be always last, our kids, yes, it's, it's not fair. Yeah. 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 No, and it's hard. It's hard yeah. as a parent hard to, to watch. continue to encourage yeah. them and Yep. Yeah. So, so our next question anyway. is why are you peas? And you've loosely talked about that before, mm. but maybe just tell us a little bit more, each of you, about your journey of being a parent of a child with a disability. Mm. Well, maybe I should let Lita go first because I seem to be jumping <laughs> oh, Well, you can go, Lee. Um, well, I'm a pea because I've got a 22-year-old son who has ASD and ID. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we were able to go through in mainstream primary school. Um, Our local primary school um, has a very good integration program. Mm -hmm. And so even before we were able to jump all the hoops to get integration support, he was actually placed in a classroom with other kids who already had uh, integration support. And it was the most wonderful primary school, just a local government school. Mm. Um, and did you go to mainstream or special special school? That, no, school? no. So, so we went, well, we went to Rossbourne School. Yeah, yes. That's a little independent yes. one. Um, mm. And that was the making of him. No. Yeah. It's a fantastic school. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, mm. Marg, tell us a little bit more about your story. Okay, so um, Lockie's my middle child. Um, so two boys and a girl, um, probably discovered things weren't tracking normally when he was about two, although when you picked him up as a baby, you used to just hang, you didn't clean. Um, you know, there were a number of telltale signs when he started walking, he was tiptoeing and all of those sorts Mm. of things. Mm. And I didn't know what it was. Um, I just knew it wasn't right. Mm. And I went from person to person and cause back in that time, so that would have been, I don't know, uh, the early early 2000s, um, you didn't really get diagnoses of autism until they, you know, were about six years of age. Mm. So they're, they're much better these days. Mm, mm. 
But um, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that there were all these little things that didn't kind of um, mesh. Mm-hmm. And he, and I had the older child to kind of um, think, compare. Well, compare them to. Um, and I even went to a developmental paediatrician, but I was so unwell that day. I was, I was full of some kind of lurgy oh. and I didn't really express myself very yes. clearly. And she just really wrote me off as a hypochondriac mother. Oh. So, oh, you'll be right. Anyway, I finally got to an OT and she said, I'll work with him for three months and then I'll tell you what I think, but I really can't tell you straight up. Mm-mm. I am so grateful to that OT. She gave me the worst news of my life, but mm-hmm. she was brave enough to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And once you know what you're dealing with, it's it's um, even though you go through that grief process of, mm-hmm. of the change in your expectations mm-hmm. around that child, mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm eternally grateful because then you know what you're dealing with mm. and then you can work with that going yeah, forward. Mm. So, um, and as it turned out, the OT wrote to the, the, to the um, paediatrician and she actually rang me. The paediatrician actually rang me and apologised. Oh. I got that wrong. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a But big it's deal. awful when at, I got a lot of that you're a hypochondriac yeah, mother yeah, 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 until yeah. we got to the point of a diagnosis. Mm. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. And you two met at Rossbourne? Yes. Yeah, okay. So were your boys in the same year? Yes. So they became friends and Lee's Ah. the more social one of the two of us. So she organised, you know, to get to know some of the parents and some of the kids. Yeah. And that's how we got to know each other. Oh, how great. Fantastic. Just amazing that the friends that you meet at school, when you're so worried about your children making friends and you're like, oh, it turns out I've got a lifelong buddy too. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I think what mm. was beautiful about Rossbourne community is that everyone was in the same boat. Yeah. So there was a level of compassion and understanding in the room right from the, the word yeah. go yeah. Um, that you don't get in a mainstream no. school. That's not to underrate other families and parents. No, 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 no. Just everyone in the room has undergone a hard journey. Yes. So you don't have to explain it. Yes. Which is just such a relief. Oh. You're like, oh, mm. I don't have to talk about half of that part of my life. Great. Mm. What did you have for tea last night? <laughs> yeah. It's just you can start from there. Yeah. 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 And, and how that translates in terms of the business is that, you know, pet families come to us and sometimes after having seen other lawyers who don't get it, mm. they go, oh, I don't have to explain yes. it to you. You get it. Let's yeah. get on with that while we're here. So, Marg, yeah. when you decided to start the business, did you think I am going to specialise in families with disability? No. No, okay. I didn't. No, I um, I came out of um, uh, a marriage and I mm. had no idea what I was going to do. I'd spent mm. 14 years as a at-home mum mm. and de facto OT and a de facto speech therapist. And, you know, yeah. you know how you carer. have to morph yes. into whatever yes. the specialist says they're going to need it in the next week to come. Yes. You've got to suddenly become... Um, that overnight. Mm. Mm. So I had been um, at home for 14 years trying to give Lockie and my other kids the best start I could Mm. Um, and the marriage ended and it's like I had been out of the game because I decided um, after Lockie was born, he's the second one, it was just too hard. My daughter had issues as well Mm. um, in terms of mobility. She bum shuffled. She, you know, her her muscle tone was low as a baby. Mm. And so... um, my um, former husband, he, we were lucky because he, he was a very good provider. So we were able to pay for the best care that we could find. Mm. But, uh, you know, at the home front, it was pretty tough going. Mm. Um, sorry, I've lost my train. Yeah, so you started the business. <laughs> so, did you start it from your house? Yeah, did no, you so rent I didn't, out somewhere I, to work? How did you do it? Yeah. I started from home because yeah. I, I was then a single parent yeah. mm. and I still had them with me. And, and how um, old so were your was, children then? Um, uh, the eldest would have been about 16. Right. He went to live with his dad. Right. So then I only had the other two yeah. and it would have been 13 and 10. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I needed to, to be home because, you know, you get that phone call from school. Or, yeah. Or they're sick or whatever. Yeah, and Challenging. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. Mm. So I worked from home for seven years. We've only just been in business premises now for a year. Right. Wow. Coming up for a year. Wow. Um, and so Lee used to come to my home every day. Oh, and we, we'd set up in the We set up in the front part of the house yep. and we'd have clients there. So um, working from home, I don't know if you guys have gone that journey, yep, but it's, it do. can be tough to switch off from work mm. and 
you know, it used to take me a nanosecond to work, walk from my office yep. into the kitchen at mm, night time and mm. start making dinner. Yeah, I work in my bedroom. It's just that's the way it is, especially since the pandemic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, or the kids would come home and they'd just come into the office with their stuff. Yep. <laughs> and you'd have to flip from, you know, handling, you know, drafting something or talking to a client to dealing with their stuff. But Lee, when um, you came on board, what was that like for you? Was that a time where you needed a job? Yeah, I'd been uh, working from home um, in a completely different realm. I was uh, sort of working in, uh, I'd put slushy machines into school canteens. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not push and slushy machines. <laughs> what a woman. I, I've got one at home. <laughs> she hires it out if you ever need it. Oh, I bet, yeah. And I don't live far from you girls. I'm oh. in Croydon Hill. Oh, so yeah. Oh, wow, there you go. Out yeah. of Eastie. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um so I was looking for something I wanted to get out. I'd got to the point where I was tired of working from home and, yeah. and it was I found it very difficult to find a job. It was a yes. real ageist problem. Yes. Real ageist, Huge. yeah. Yeah, re- a real issue. And mm. so really um, thrilled when Marg um, offered um, some employment. I, I went in for uh, a few months to help her sort out all her paperwork because mm. she's a little bit of a hoarder. Darling. <laughs> 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 so I helped her clean out her office uh, oh. for a few days and then I started early in 2015. Um, and uh, I, I love what we do and I think I, I came to the job with quite a few different, um, I've worked in a number of different um, uh, areas um, and professions and have a, a range of sort of, you know, office skills I spent nine years in marketing and um, I've, I've done bookkeeping and the whole thing. So, mm. yeah, I come with the range of skills. But, Perfect. yeah, I love what we do. Yeah, I think what's great about Lee is that she's everything that I need her to be. So she's um, oh. she morphs into whatever I need her to be. Oh, she can wow. be a witness. She can be a marketer. She can be a bookkeeper and run the trust account. She's great, you know, great at the reception. She just does she just does what is there to be done and um, mm. that's priceless. And I oh, don't know about you. you but for Kate and I, that beauty of being able to say it's been a hard morning or mm. I can't mm. do this today, mm. that understanding between each other yeah. that, mm. you know, yeah. life is challenging outside of work and so how do yeah. we have grace for that? Yeah, it's Yeah, and, and, you know, we, we understand enough to be able to cut each other slack yes. when needed. So if, you know... Um, there's one of us that has lost someone in the family, you know, we're bereaved or there's a major surgery that's happening mm, in the background mm, or there's mm. issues with the kids. Mm. It's like, yeah, go home. It's fine. Yeah. I'll cover you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's how the world should be. Yeah. But anyway. Women. Yeah. So yep. we do it. We do it our way. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's the, right. The right way. Maybe yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is too, that most clients understand that, yes. especially the ones who have disability yes. in the family. 100%. And then with, of course, you know, what we've been through in the last couple of, yes. couple of years, nobody cares now if the cat walks in front of the no, screen or comes the in the part. back door while you're zooming. I know. With <laughs> yeah. How we have changed. How? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So when clients come to you, what do you think is the part of their estate planning that they didn't think about? Like is there something that you're like, nobody thinks about this? Um, one of the things no one ever thinks about is if is if what happens if the whole family unit is wiped out, like oh, where yeah. does your estate go? So if there's like a plane catastrophe yep. or, a, you know, or a plane goes down or a minibus gets mm-hmm. hit or something like that, what happens? Um, that's not so relevant to disability, I suppose. No, but it's still... Um, I think one of the biggest things for families who have disability in the mix that affects mental capacity um, is to get their head around what a trust is. Mm. It's really, really important. And it's it's a concept a lot of people struggle with because mm. it's almost a, a fiction. Yeah. Um, and so I, I work a lot with actually helping them understand what a trust is because if, if they're um, family member with a disability is not going to be able to manage their finances or will need support, they're going to have to set up a trust um, and they're going, to, they're going to have to know how that is structured. Mm. They, they're going to need to go and find somebody who can step in as a trustee and make decisions uh, around managing money for their, their family member with a disability. Mm. So um, that's a big one for people to get their head around. The other thing I think pe- area of real complexity that most people haven't thought about is um, 
how much can I leave them? Mm. Um, because I want them to continue getting disability support yes. pension and or to have the government pension card mm, with mm. the healthcare benefits, mm. et cetera. And that means that you can only um, bequeath that child a certain amount because there are Centrelink cutoff limits. Mm. And uh, if you give them more than that, they lose their pension. So and it, what's the pension worth? You've got to think, what's yes. the pension worth? Well, it's worth yes. a lot, isn't it? Can they can money sit in a family trust or bank account and just come out each year or does it? Um, well, Centrelink asks questions about everything. Yeah. So they want to know if you're a beneficiary of a trust and if there's um, a certain amount in a trust, that whole amount is right. potentially yeah, yeah. Uh, could come to that beneficiary. Yeah. So they count that against them. Right. So, um, yeah, that's tricky. It can get very, very complicated in terms of how you provide for a family member, particularly if you are somebody who has significant assets, mm. um, etc. So you've got to weigh up: do we keep them on the pension? Are we going to need? Are we going to be able to leave them enough money to self-fund? Um, if you can self-fund, that's that's easy. Mm. It's where the people, some the people are in the middle. The middle. Yeah. It's like we've got a certain amount, but is that um, enough to say that, that we could self-fund or not. Mm. And yeah. then it's a loss of that connection to all of the government benefits. Yes, yes which is so important. Which is hard for at the beginning because I just did it last year. So, yeah. yes. And yes. you never know whether yes. something can go wrong. That's and they right. might need to get back on that. You yes. know, there might be another global financial crisis or yes. stock market crash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, so, so, so much. They're, they're probably the two biggest things is mm. like self-funded versus you know, staying on the pension um, and also understanding how a trust where it works. And so mm. if you um, are lucky enough or you've worked hard enough, whatever, to be able to maybe buy your child a little a little unit or a house or does that go against their um, pension or is that? Well, if you own it, they're only asset tested on what they actually own themselves or what they have an entitlement to. So yep. if you have a, a place that they can live in, mm. you're probably best to own it until such time as you die or, right. you know, yep, yep, yep. so keep it out of their their personal ownership. Yep. Um, there may be problems with them owning it personally anyway because yeah. they're vulnerable. Yes. So then does, do they own it or does a trust own it? Yeah, right. Um, so there's lots of different combinations you can explore. What Does another family member hold it for them yeah. um, in their name, et cetera? Mm. No, it's also um, tricky, isn't it? Then, it's very tricky. Then your other family um, member might have an asset that, that affects yeah. them and, oh, gosh. There's a special kind of a trust that's available for um, people that have a, what Centrelink deemed to be a severe disability. Mm -hmm. So you have to fit in with their def definition of the word. But basically, they must be eligible to receive um, a pension and um, they must be unable to work without support for more than seven hours a week. Right. So if, you've, if you're under those thresholds, you probably would get... Um, um, the tick from Centrelink to say you've got a severe disability. In a special disability trust, you can bequeath a property of any value to that trust and the value of that property is not means tested okay. against yep. the child. Okay. But yep. special disability trusts are quite a um, very specialised area and you mm. really do need to do your research around mm. that mm. to going forwards. Yeah, mm. and you have to find a lawyer who actually understands, <laughs> you know, because... And sometimes it's hard to, to find those people. So we are bringing you yeah. Yeah. to and the point. Look, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to be here because one of my goals for this year was to try and reach more people in rural Victoria yes. um, because now that we can Zoom, we can do a lot more yes. that way. Yes. And I do find that clients are really, really relieved to find someone who, who can talk to them oh, about all of these of things. Of course. And they're willing to travel for that final signing date, you know, mm, to mm. Um, to get oh, the documents in place. We probably should have said that at the beginning, this is Victorian law. This is what you're practising in. Well, most yeah. of it is Victorian. We've got federal law and state law, but most of um, the laws that govern estate planning mm. um, are at the Victorian level and mm. certainly laws that are around supported decision-making. And that's the other area I'd like to... I, I guess, put out there today is mm. that, you know, um, for people who've got children who are heading towards adulthood, yes. mm. you know, one of the biggest concerns you have as a parent is like, oh, my gosh, how are they going to cope? Yes. How are they going to cope mm. now when they're expected to be able to vote? Oh, it's and terrifying. See Seven doctors terms, on the road. that's what I'm down to. Yeah. 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 I can't shake that so out of my head. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, my recommendation, um, Mandy, is to start now preparing your kids. If you think that they've got sufficient mental capacity to um, to to give me and or give a lawyer instructions to appoint a supportive attorney, mm. that's someone who actually helps them to make decisions. They're in the driver's seat. They're making decisions, but you can help them um, by accessing information on their behalf, um, helping to communicate and carry out decisions. And also helping them step through the option weighing process when they're making decisions. The other part of being someone's supportive attorney is that you can step in if they get themselves into a pickle. pickle. Where, where you know, um, usually you'd be locked out because privacy laws mm -hmm. all of a sudden kick in. So if you, if you are a supportive attorney for any of your children and they get themselves into trouble, then you can get yourself a seat at the table to help them sort it out. Yeah. Really? But that gives parents a lot of peace, yes. peace of mind as well. Yes. Because, yes. you know, we all want our kids to flourish. We want we them to, to become as autonomous um, uh, and, and make as many decisions as they can for themselves because that's what we wish for everybody. Yes. But we know that they're not quite, they are not don't have the same abilities um, and they may take more time to get there. That's right. Yeah, and if they're supported, then they can. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So, Lee, when you initially are meeting families, what's that like for you? You're trying to – how do you direct them to Marg, like, or do you do that? Like, you need this uh, help usually, or you need – what does a practice manager – what does that mean? Oh, usually it's just sort of setting up the appointments, but I do talk them through what we call the EP audit process. Right. So we um, – that's estate planning. EP. Yeah. Uh -huh. EP, estate planning. So we, um, it's an appointment where we get the client to fill out a large, um, it's quite a long form, which you um, put in all the details about your family circumstances and your estate, all the things that may have an impact on, on your children and, and what would go into your will and your powers of attorney. Mm. And we set up an appointment and the first half an hour we, we provide free of charge. Mark does a lot of preparation before the appointment so that she understands what that person's estate um, looks like and the family structure. We need to know if there's disability. We need to know if there's many children, no children, mm. other children, I should say. Mm. Um, and, you know, what, what, what your super looks like and what assets you've got so that Mark can give you that um, information. So then you, she sits down and she goes through um, a whole range of things and gives those clients some ideas of things they need to think about because often they don't need to, they don't, they don't know what they don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and so you come away with a, a list of things to go away and think about and then we also provide you with, you know, an estimate if they were to come to us to mm -hmm. have the work done and then they can think about it and get back to us. Um, but it gives them some some really meaty things to to go away and, and have a conversation, particularly within a couple, about how what they should do going forwards. Mm -hmm. so. A lot of people say, oh, my goodness, I've never thought of those things before. Mm -hmm. um, and the way we work with clients too is, is um, it, it evolves. So some people haven't thought about these things and they, we might go along a little way and they'll go, oh, my gosh, I need some time to think about that mm, and yeah. we'll sort of put, hit the pause button and then they'll come back. So um, uh, it's not a sort of a, a quick turnaround in some cases. Mm. We've had some that have gone on for years and yeah. yet we've had the others that come in very clear cut, yes, want this, this and this and off we go. Um, so um, we work with people and it takes the time it takes yeah. to get there. What I was curious about um, was if you have children with very different um, earning capacities and I don't know, not that you can ever predict what someone's life will be like, but, you know, you think that some people are going to have a more financial life than others. Is yeah. it okay to divide up your will accordingly or is that just mean and hurts people's feelings after you've passed um, away? Look, you, you can do whatever you want is the bottom line. Mm. Um, I often ask, one of the questions I ask is, are the splits between your children going to be equal mm. or unequal? Yeah. Um, and and um, some every family is different on this one. Right. Some families say it's got to be scrupulously fair because yep. I want to send an equal message of love to all of my children. Yep. Others say, oh, no, um, the child with, with a disability needs to get more because they're never going to have the same ability to work and earn, et cetera, yep. um, and, and the rest will get 
um, the residue divided equally between them. Mm. Um, and then others say, oh, but, but that child needs to stay on the pension. So they might end up with actually less. Yes, yes. And, you know, the other children so do. Tricky, it? So yes. it can cut in many different ways. If a, mat- if a will was ever challenged and there's a, a by, by uh, the representative of a child with a disability mm. saying, I've, I haven't been given enough, the courts actually don't like um, children with a disability getting less than the other no. family members. But yeah. as I say, I think, I really think that, I don't think it's been tested yet, but I think there's this grey zone where, you, you know, there's only this much in the estate mm. and it's really necessary and an equal share is not going to be enough for that child to do it you know, um, be sustained alone, Mm. I think there's an argument for saying, yes, give them as much as they can take under the Centrelink limits Mm. and um, I think it can be justified. And perhaps communicate beforehand. Beforehand. Yes. Years earlier. Mm. Oh, absolutely. If you're going to leave an unequal split, have all the family on board with it. Yeah. Mm. and the Because you don't want any surprises coming out of the woodwork. no. No, 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 no. And every, <laughs> all, most couples tell me, oh, my kids will never fight about this. Oh. Oh, they'll be fine back with it. No, they seriously do. Oh, of I'm course sure. they do. But then, because we're just people and yeah. human nature and put grief us into does crisis. strange things yeah. to us. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. and you know, uh, after, after someone passes away, I mean, kids say beforehand, no, I don't want you to leave me anything. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't need anything. Not understanding that. Their mom or their dad is the treasure. Yes. But the, when the treasure has passed, then the things become valuable, mm. you know, the things. And then all of the sibling rivalry from childhood can yes. bubble up and, and they're in grief. And often people don't behave in a way that's typical of them when they're in that zone. No, they don't. And then so, you remember clearly the things that were said and it can really yeah. impact your family forever and, and your relationship. And where yes, does that adult with a disability and even more maybe with an intellectual disability fit within all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Difficult. Mm. And you'd want them to have a fairly good representative mm. outside yes. the family circle yeah, if yes. family. someone had to go into bat for them. Yeah, yeah that's really, really, really great. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for telling us about yeah. that. Yeah, really. look. One thing to, I think, really understand about disability estate planning or estate planning in general is that it's not perfect. The Mm. plan is never perfect. And if I have people who are striving to get that perfect plan in place, Mm. they never do. They always come at it from a different angle. What about this? What about this? We don't have a crystal ball. We don't know how it's going to unfold. But it's better to have a plan than no plan. Mm. Infinitely better. So I, I encourage people to have a plan, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, and it the other thing makes to bear you know in mind you're loved with, as well, doesn't it? As the child that's left behind, mum and dad, or my primary carer, or whatever, thought about me enough. Yeah, yeah and in terms of your question earlier, Kate, um, I often say to families, you know, they they say, oh, well, this this child is now married and um, they're very wealthy and mm. they don't need the money, and I often say to them, but your will is the last message you leave to your family members and make it a loving one. So send it as a message of love. And if you're going to not give an equal gift to that child, you really got to have a very strong message of love in there. Yeah, you really, really do. I think it's really tricky in my family, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I have a um, brother who's has a tricky life. Um, He's a heroin addict. And I know my mum would give anything for him to have a roof over his head because he yeah. doesn't. And so in her heart of hearts, she would love to buy him a little house. Yeah. And then the rest of us are like, oh, well, does that mean you don't love us to give us anything, even though we know that he deserves a roof over his head? So it's really, really complex. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's good that you have that awareness of that tension, Kate, because I don't think a lot of people have that level of, of awareness either. Oh, well. I don't think they see it from both sides. It's just how they see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's, I think once you've had a life that's a little bit more tricky, the whole world yeah. opens up to realise, ah, oh, there are more sides to it's this very story. Grey. <laughs> this life is very grey. Yeah, yeah like lots of sides. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I dwell in the grey. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, me too. That's yeah. what Mandy wanted to call the book, Fifty I Shades did. of Grey. I did, Fifty Shades of Grey, but Penguin <laughs> said no. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I thought I think it's an awesome title. <laughs> Apparently someone took it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it does describe where we sit, yeah. Yeah, oh. it really does. It's But also 
makes life much more interesting and makes us more yeah greater think, people empathetic because yeah. we're like oh well who knows what's oh, going to yes, happen tomorrow yes I wouldn't trade the journey for anything no yes, um, I think I started life as a very because uh, I was a high achiever academically that's mm. how I sort of got all my brownie points growing up yeah and then as a mother you know you want your kids to be the one that gets a for the violin exam or runs yep. first in the cross cross country totally. or, or gets you know the maths prize. None of my kids did it. No. (laughs) So um, that was probably the great leveller. Like I stopped being that person and started to really think. I I didn't live my life through them. Their achievements didn't define me as a mother. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And you realise how little all of those achievements mean. Like I don't know. I mean we ask have you ever won any awards but. It's tongue-in-cheek from our end. All the people that I've met (laughs) in the last, say, five years of my life, none of them have asked me anything about my university scores or my ATAR or my, you know, like because I think people are drawn to people because of their personality or their humour or their joy and so. We all get there when we get there. That's right. Exactly. I don't like like being defined by what I do either. Mm, You know, you say I'm a lawyer and all of a sudden people have this perception of the sort of person you must be. Yes. I mean, Manny and and I have that. We're like, we're podcasters. People think we're a certain person. You know. (laughs) Not true. (laughs) No, no, I think you don't think anything of us. No. (laughs) That's a joke. Look, is there something that you would really, a message that you'd like to get to both of you, both of you, to our beautiful P family? That we might have missed. Mm. Lee, you go, you jump in. I've done a lot of talking. Um, I think we, um, we're very, as Marg said, that. Um, no, uh, a plan is better than no plan mm. and things will evolve. What you also have to remember is you need to review uh, your documents regularly. True. A set and forget will yes. won't cut the mustard for 20 years. Mm. Um, and so we encourage, um, we actually um, send out a letter three years after clients have signed their right. will yes. as a reminder Clever. to say you need to pull this out and have another look mm. Um and then if people realise that their circumstances have changed mm. and we put in the letter, you know, some things that may have changed, then mm. they may get back to us. Or mm. some of them do let us know mm. um, that they, they don't need it. So, yeah, a regular review mm. is mm. because really life true. changes. It really you know, does. And if you prompt you know, me with that, that's going to help me rather yeah. than me thinking, oh, I better remember that. I won't. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because yeah. pe- people forget when they buy new, you know, mm. say an asset, they might buy a... Um, uh, investment property yes. mm, mm. Um, or there might be a relationship breakdown mm, somewhere mm. and everything needs to change to, again mm. yeah. yeah yeah very yeah. true um, and when you're we've got disability in your family you're in the realm of complex estate planning there is no getting around it okay yeah yep. no you can't come to someone to me and say I want a simple will <laughs> okay. I can't do it, and because and it's not just disability. Other people have blended family yeah. situations yep. Yep. and all sorts of other complications, or you know, incredible complexity of assets, or mm. you know, um, beneficiaries that live overseas. It, all of those things um, add together to to make complexity, and you've really mm. got to look at it at all very carefully. So it's not a um, a low budget or a no frills type exercise yeah, if you've got disability in your family. I'm sorry to say that, but no, it's but just it's the truth. It's the truth and, and we need to we hear need it. To that. We, and I yeah. think sometimes um, I'll just, I will definitely speak for myself, not everybody, because I know there's incredibly awesome organised people out there, but there are some things that I had in the past let my partner take care of. And now that we're split up, I'm like, oh, th- I really need to get my head around all this stuff, but I yeah. should have had it around it yep. anyway. Yeah. Because yep. he could have died or left yes. me or any yep. multiple of things. And it's actually my responsibility. Everything. Mm. Yes. Is- mm. I, I um had a similar kind of um, uh, thought when, when my marriage ended because you are so consumed looking after your yeah. kids and their needs mm. um, that you kind of live in this. Um, yeah. My, every day was like a running sheet. Yep. I used yes. to think myself. Yes. And, um, you don't have time to attend to the uh, binding death benefit nomination no. and all of those sorts of things. You just you, you're just in survival mode. And you're carrying this mental load. Yeah. And you think yeah. I can't add another time. That's right. Don't I'm, ask me to do one more thing. I remember when it. internet banking came in, and I I just missed that whole thing. 
and people were like, oh, can you put money in my account? I was like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, and then and it I causes remember, such stress. And then I was like, I need to learn this, yeah. you know, because it was just yeah. I was right in the thick of chaos. Yeah. And realised. I, I made a pact with myself when my marriage ended, that I was never going to do make any other financial step unless I understood it absolutely yes. first. Awesome. Because Hands I'd down. abdicated responsibility yes. to financial yes. advisors and yes. stuff like that and there'd been nothing really that come in return. I thought, no, I actually have to manage that. And then that rolled into me doing it, I guess, through yes. my work for other people. Mm, it's like yes. you've got to understand this stuff. You You're yes. responsible. You really do. And I know yeah. you think I can't. I really, really, I really get that. But even if you allow yourself half an hour a week to just have a think, what could I, what yeah. do I need to learn? Yeah, because none of us know. And even my beautiful mum, you know, different generation, but no idea, had never paid a bill in her life when my father passed my away. My dad put the petrol in the car for mum. Yeah, so for years. Yeah. And you, yeah. we roll our eyes, but actually That's every generation has we its have own it. thing. Yeah. And every relationship has oh. their, you do that and I'll do this. Yes. And then you're like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's so anyway, many. I've just talk done to you something forever. and I can't find you. Oh, oh. can you hear us? <laughs> I can hear you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's well, all right. We're still here. We're still here. Uh, we've taken our tops off, but. <laughs> <laughs> the the four piece, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. I've got it back. Oh, phew. I'm technologically challenged. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> well, we just want to thank you both very much for today. Um, you've given us so much food for thought. Yeah. I think I'm going to be coming your way. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Or if you live interstate. Yes. I'm sure there are other lawyers that, you know, you just you have might to have to sometimes hunt. look to find them, but they're there. Maybe yeah. if you are in another state in Australia and you are specialising this, maybe you let could us let us know and then we can let the peas know where you are. Yeah, put in yeah. the hangout. Oh, and I would certainly invite contact from other practitioners um, mm. interstate because if people often ask me, they might be moving to a yes. new state. Is there somebody there? So if if you are one of those practitioners, please make contact with Duncan yes. Legal. We'd love to be able to network mm. a, yeah, a bit more terrific. with you. Terrific. Mm. Yeah. Terrific. Um, Could I just say um, we have on our website a series of uh, three oh, really yeah, yeah really yeah, important yes. webinars mm. Yes. Mm. for people. Um, so our our uh, website address is www.duncanlegal.com.au. Mm-hmm. And the three webinar recordings we have, one specifically on disability estate planning, Mm. that's an hour-long webinar. Um, And then if people are thinking about special disability trust, we've got a short 30-minute one on special disability trust where Mm. Marg explains exactly what a trust is and gives you some things to think about um, structuring um, mm. your assets mm. and your will around an SDT. Mm. And the third one is on supported decision-making, which is the one for um, learning about um, how uh, supported decision-making documents can help your young person who's about to transition into adulthood. Um, we've set up a promo code for oh. all our P's yep. to get a $10 discount off each and every uh link that they download and the promo code is all in capital letters t-o-o-p-e-a-s so Yay! two p's I did you come, come up with it <laughs> oh it's really tough <laughs> that is wonderful yeah, thank you and maybe people so, from interstate can get some tips from that as well yeah and then it's, ha- it's have a really good next for their step. lawyers yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's a really good next step you, there's a lot of information in there and a, it, a lot of that's what i would probably talk to people about yeah. in, a, in a one-to-one session anyway so it's a great next step and it's a really cheap way to do it thank when you, you're doing it's cheaper head than miles. sitting in conference with me. Yeah, yeah. head miles so, at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just, you can watch, just that. watch it. <laughs> Get some answers yeah. instead of stressing. yeah. Whenever it yeah. whenever it suits you yeah. or whatever time. Yeah. 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 Oh awesome. well, Marg and Lee, thank you thank very you. much for that offer oh. yes. <laughs> for our community as well. Yeah. We really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, we yeah. really. Well, we do. we also want to say thank you to you guys for what you're doing because you're, I guess, putting out your experience and wisdom and inviting other people it's like you're a campfire and we can come and warm ourselves Aww. around the campfire oh, for a little so bit nice so thanks for inviting to us today oh. we're really really thrilled to be part of what you do mm. um keep doing what you do because i'm so grateful for what you do you um i think it's so wonderful to find that understanding sometimes you feel so alone yeah, yeah. um and it's wonderful to know that um 
uh, that other people are doing it hard too, but still um, doing it in a way where they can sort of laugh and cry and and see the positive in it. Um, It's very real. I think it's the connection with something that's really real that for me is valuable. So thank you for allowing us to come on. Yes, of course. We just want the P tribe to thrive. Yeah. Everyone who's in it. Yep. Same. Yeah. (laughs) We really, really do. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you, You're Lee. very welcome. See you, Marg. Bye, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, Mandy, that was amazing. Oh, yes. I feel like I definitely have abdicated a lot of those responsibilities, but in my heart, I know that they should be mine mm. because I think, and this is only me, but I care the most about it. Mm. So I should know what the hell's going mm. on. So mm. I'm really, yeah, I'm grateful for the kick up the bum. Yeah, and I'm grateful to know now. Yeah, now. Not and in yeah. 50 years' time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the fact that you do have to keep updating everything. Yeah, life I didn't changes really think about that time. with the wheel. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, well, I feel grateful that I could go there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that we will find places for the rest of Australia. Around the world might be different, but yep. you might then be able to pop yep. in your Google some of these terms and then yeah, lawyers and might you turn to go, up. oh, right, I need to have a think about that and that and that. And I know you can you may watch those webinars. Pensions and all yeah, that around the world. So, that's right. Yeah. Different. different. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, anyway, we hope you really enjoyed that episode. We really do. So yeah. what made you cry this week, Mandy? Um, I went for a walk with my neighbour the other day and I was just having a cry about life and it, yeah. I just realised it's really hard to cry and walk up Really hills. hard. <laughs> She's crying, walking, not good. No. And anyway, there's this really steep hill near our house and there's this pole and she goes, you just need to just have a uh, stop at the pause pole. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know, I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Hard enough to breathe up your (laughs) That's funny. But anyway, I got it, got everything out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. what made me cry was, I don't know if any of you remember, but on an episode, it may have been the parties episode, I said that when I turned 10, my dad had balloons printed for yes. me. Yes. Yep, right. So my beautiful friend Jenny, I'm just going to, I cried and cried last night. She sent me a balloon for my 50th with like a transfer. Oh, yeah. And it, she's like, I know your dad's not going to be there. Oh, I know. Oh, it just, Jenny. I know. I can't stop crying about it. I was like, you don't know how sad but happy I am. So, yeah, proper crying. And I love her. And she gets it. You know, some people just get it. Jenny gets it. Yeah, and, and they see things. Yeah, they, she does. She sees things that other people never yes, see. So I love those people. Oh, yeah, one in a million. We're oh, so lucky beautiful. she's in the hangout. You're going to blow it up? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. put a habit at the party. Yes. So we'll take a photo. It's a New Year cake or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. In a special place. Yeah, really amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that was incredible. So Maybe yeah. at the front door. So yeah. I mean, I'm going to cry now. I know. But, you but, know, yeah. I remember your 40th and he was at the front door. I know, and had my bagpipes. Yes, the yeah. bagpipes. Yeah, so anyway. Stop crying. Tell me what made a difference it's in a your lot, life. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot to cry about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Molly wanted to finish up hospitality in yep. her VCAL. Yeah. It's just been too hard. Yep. And I just had to coax her through yep. to finish the term and then I forgot well, <laughs> and then we started enough. term again <laughs> and she's saying, I can't do it. It's yep. too hard. I'm too stressed. Yeah. So I, I, that's fine. We yep. all talked about it. Yep. And then I emailed the school and they just said, that's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I've put all this emotional. Oh, that's okay. Fine. Yeah. We'll sort out that. I said, this is what I said, you can ask her in her own words and please do. Yes. But this is what she's told me. Yep. 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 So, and she would prefer to do da 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 da. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've spoken to her today. We're going to try and get her back into that. Might, might have to be term three. Anyway, see you, Mandy. I'm just, uh. You're just like, <laughs> what? I yep. thought, you know, oh, I'm, I'm saying I'm sorry for the disruption this is going to cause and I'm, I apologise and we really did think this was going to be okay yes. for her and then I, and then they did. just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but her teacher was beautiful. She's like, there's, there's no, she doesn't need to do something that's too hard for her. Oh. No. I don't know why I get a shock. I know. Because there's so much to fight about. So and much. Then, and when you don't have to, you're like, oh. Oh, what a shock. Oh, right. Yeah. I know. It is a shock. It was a shock. Yeah. So anyway, that made a really huge difference. She just, because <laughs> we're like, it's the first Thursday she's not going. Yeah. How do you feel? It's going to be weird. I feel great. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's done. Yep. I don't feel stressed. Okay. Yep. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, life is hard enough. It's hard enough. You don't have to feel stressed about it. But it's that moment, how do you, I, I mean, know. this is all parenting. How much do you encourage? How yep. much do you listen? Yeah. We must listen. Yeah, we must yep. listen. Yeah. Yep. Especially when it's a long time and it's also like it's physically tiring me yes. out. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, so my make a difference, I've got two. One is that the beautiful Mia Friedman gifted yes, uh, 20. Yes, the Perry Summit. Yeah, tickets to the Perry Summit to our I forgot our to acknowledge that. And yes. what a beautiful thing. She didn't, there was no publicity about nope. it. Nobody knows unless you're in the hangout and got your name down quickly. Yeah. I've had some P's message to say they enjoyed it. Oh, good, it. I'm glad. Yeah, they can watch it till December, I think. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, it was just a really, I've really lovely half thing. Of it yeah. and it's helpful. And I went out for tea with my school mums and yeah. everyone's talking about it. And yes. It's just, <laughs> my friend's like, yeah, you need moisturiser up there. I and know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, but thank God. And my other friend's like, what have you talked about it? One of the other girls is, what is she talking about? I was like, well, it's this perimenopause summit and, yeah. you know, yeah, it was fascinating, funny I'm just discussion. so glad that it's being spoken about. Definitely. And that thank you, Mia, because yes. I am right about yes. to happen all that yes. happened to me so I'm really grateful yes so and the other difference in my life is that obviously I'm single and I'm having a big event at my house so that's a first but my work boys ex-work boys one of whom's a doctor one of whom's a teacher they're all coming around on Saturday to clean up my backyard and high pressure hose and right and then one of them's like do you think we could stay for a couple of beers and I'm like oh they love me okay (laughs) and I love them and what a difference what a difference to know that I've got those Men, I suppose they are. Yeah, and me. they're just jumping in. Yeah, so yeah. huge, huge, yeah, someone helping me. All oh, right. that's wonderful. What made you laugh? Okay, so this, people might think badly of me after this, but <laughs> I went to Karen's Diner for Mother's Day Nobody dinner. Badly. Well, because there's a lot of swearing at that place, but oh, Miss have Eleven. Have listened to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, but taking your children, right? Yeah. Miss Eleven. Oh, my gosh. Told me all about Karen's Diner. Showed me everything. So, so explain what it is, especially for people. Yeah, so you know cities. the term, you're being a Karen. Yeah. Basically, Kate and I. Yeah. <laughs> our age group, um, women that don't care anymore, I need to speak to the manager yep, type yep, stuff. Yep. So there is a restaurant. There are around the world. Yeah. So there's one in Sydney. They've opened up one in Ligon Street in Melbourne. And yep. so you basically you go in there and the staff are rude to you. <laughs> And you can be rude back to them. And we laughed from the moment we stood out the front door because you know that you can't open the door. And so they stand behind rolling their eyes at you. <laughs> <laughs> it was just just to see Miss Eleven giggling the yep. whole night. Yeah, that was worth it. And what a funny Mother's Day night. What it a was, funny. And Mother's was, Day is hardly ever funny. It's never funny. And I yeah. just thought I want to go somewhere yeah. that's going to make my family laugh. And it yeah. did. Awesome. And Darren got right into it. They. Abused him on the microphone because he went to the toilet. They said out loud, Darren, do you live in a house full of women? Why did you leave the toilet seat up? <laughs> it took him a bit to get in the mode and then he got into it. So good. <laughs> Molly was really laughing. Her friends know about it. Yep. Um, and, they, of course, she ordered nuggets. The lady just throws the nuggets. They throw the food on the table. They throw the <laughs> menus at you. So just, I just thought when I was there, I thought, oh, no, how's this going to go? Anyway, so they just threw the nuggets down. She goes, bet you can't eat all them. And she goes, bet I can. (laughs) She was so proud of herself. She spoke back to them. So we laughed a lot. And if you don't mind a bit of swearing and a bit of finger sticking upping, (laughs) it was really fun. Yeah. And there was lots of kids there, so I didn't feel as bad. Yeah, Yeah. good. But not taking mum. Might take dad. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've really umdenard about whether I should tell this story, but I laughed so hard. So forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. But um, I was talking to the boys, and I'm not even going to say which one it was, but you'll all be able to guess. Uh, Turn around and said to me, "Oh, by the way, um, I've had a think, and I've done a bit of research, and it turns out I'm really well hung down there." <laughs> Congratulations. Great, mate. You're identical twins. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I laughed. Number one daughter was at home. We laughed and laughed. It was so funny. So funny. And, um, yeah, it was just what we needed. So it was really, really really funny. Well, I'm glad. I mean, I hope that works for him in his life. (laughs) Who cares? But it was so funny. I was like, oh, wow, you're really becoming a man. Okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, dear. 
And before we go today and... I just wanted to say that Mandy and I caught up with Jude from Canberra. Yes, we and did. We also talked. We, we didn't just have coffee with her because she's an awesome human who we love, but she's performing at our yes, Canberra show. That's right. So, so there's still, I think, 20 chat. or 30 tickets. Please yes, buy them. We're coming. We're, we're, coming. we're loosely accommodation flights. Like, yes, really, it's, we, we have are to, definitely COVID yeah, willing. We'll yeah, be there. That's and, right. Um, we're very excited. Yeah, I can't wait to see you all. There's uh, so many awesome Canberrian really chatterpies, right? They really, really they are. really are. So yep. we would be yep. thrilled to see you. Yep. And, yeah, it was just lovely to catch up with her in our city and now we're going to yeah, see her in her city yeah, this month. Yeah, we like, had a great like, breakfast, the most delicious oh, brunch. They do. You know, this all restaurants should do, and I know a few do, but they do like a tasting plate. Oh, my gosh, so we had like brunch. A yeah. little avocado toast. Little hash brown. Um, oh, it was a um, uh, oh Frida. Frida, yeah. yeah. And, and then a little like muesli. Oh, oh, my gosh. Did we take a photo? We should have taken a photo. I don't think we did and it no, was so because I was so yummy. overwhelmed by the yeah, deliciousness. So I was right in my head. Orange juice. Yeah, we had a really nice meal. It was because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> This is really good. And we all chose the same thing. And then she's like, oh, Mandy. This is really- <laughs> it was so young. Look, we've been starved of nice things. We have, and we went into the city and yeah. it was really, really nice. Yeah, we so. won't talk about the cost of the park, car park. We can't. We can't ever say it. I'm never <laughs> saying it out loud. <laughs> I just tap it and then we go, what? <laughs> anyway, I think so you've funny. learned to expect that from yeah. us. Anyway, we, thank uh, you. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thank we'll you. see you next week. Rate and review. <laughs> Bye.